It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, Okay, the awkward turn back to the NFC and AFC championship. Let's start with the NFC game because that happened first. Yeah. The big question I think that bears asking is, would things have turned out any differently had Brock Purdy been able to play the entire game? I mean, I don't think we ever know, right? There was always question about Purdy because he had never really, he hadn't been to this level before, but he had been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Right, he never lost. He had, he had some history with uh, playing against Jalen Hurts, so in college, so there were some things going on here. Which, by the way, the two of us gave us an all-time uh, memorable game, right, between so, Oklahoma and uh, Iowa, Iowa State. State. Mm-hmm. And so we sit here and you wonder uh, what would have been. Well, we'll never know now. This is all speculation now. I'll go back to what I was saying earlier in the day. Shame on San Francisco for rolling the dice. Because they had to think about it beforehand. Hmm. They rolled the dice that, that Garoppolo was probably going to be ready to go at some point in time. Figured that this kid would, was going well, and we had an insurance policy in the wing. Well, guess what? The premium became due and payable earlier than you thought it was. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have anything. And then they turned to a guy that had been a journeyman at best. And then when he got knocked out, you had to go back to the guy that was clipped. Yeah. That was ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And couldn't throw the ball more no, than three yards. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. I want to know who answers for that in San Francisco. Well, ultimately, John Lynch runs the 49ers. Uh, He's done a marvelous job of building talent at that that, uh, organization. Uh, I'm I'm sure if you asked John this morning, would you like to have a mulligan? I'm sure this was discussed. Are we we equipped? You know, this wasn't – John's a very smart guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day – You you weigh risk to reward. Yeah. And you took a shot, right? Can I just chime in on this? Because, Brad, I love you. I could not disagree with you more on this one. Okay. There, not another team outside of Chad Henney for one drive played a backup quarterback this postseason. Hey, you hey. go into a postseason with your best 53-man roster, yeah. and a lot of times that know, means but, having but, but, this, but this, the point this, Brad's making is you were already on your third string This is where you're wrong. If you lose your third string, essentially you're punting any – like not punting. No, this is where you're wrong, young fella. Right, listen, listen to me here, right? I'm listening right? to your elder, young <laughs> so man. This, Talk this, to- you, you have to play the odds here, right? You're already on your third string guy. You have to go to what worst case scenario could be, right? You have that's to. What, that's what GMs do. You have to do that, right? I get that, but like. Or if you get that, then there's no discussion. So you right? wanted to have five quarterbacks on the roster? It's, it's a backup not, it's, to Josh Johnson? It's not Johnson? five quarterbacks, Mikey. No. You're down to the third screen guy. So here's the he, first one. That's he, the first. He's number one now. Yeah, so now, now you're, you're, saying, you're saying, Okay, so if, you're not saying no, have a I'm, backup to I'm, Josh Johnson. I'm saying, you're saying have a better I'm, backup I'm, to Brock Purdy. I'm saying before you went to the playoff roster, you had to know that I'm at the third screen guy who's now my first string guy. So if the third string guy goes down. What are we doing? What are we doing? And what they came up with was was Josh okay, Johnson. Sorry, Brad, I, I misinterpreted <laughs> yeah. you. I thought you said they should have had a third string back. Oh no 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 no. Josh Johnson. No 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 no. Like, they they I, 
expected to go with Josh Johnson thinking that they could squeak it on out until okay. Garoppolo yeah. came I mean, back. Hindsight's always 20-20, and now we have the benefit of the results from watching Josh Johnson yeah, and, right. and realizing maybe Steve Young would have been a good, better option. Like He clearly was not up to the task. Do you know Jawan Jennings, their receiver, yeah. was ranked higher as a quarterback wow. coming out of high school than Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. They were in the same class, and he was a four-star dual-threat quarterback. I would have put him back there over Josh Johnson after seeing him play for a Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think what, what I take away from these games is yeah. I'm going to stop. You, you know, I, I joked and said I'm not going to be a knee-jerk reaction guy. I still have some knee-jerk stuff coming. Don't, don't worry about that. It's, you know, I'm just warming into You got to live up to your nickname. Got to. Um, the thing is, man, I, I took away. It is so hard to win a championship. Oh, yeah. I think we've we've watered it down so much where mm -hmm. we just say you need a quarterback and you could get this and you franchise quarterback and voila we got it. Man, I watch these games and it just goes to show you you not only got to be good, you got to be durable, you got to be lucky, lucky, lucky as hell. You got to have the right calls happen for you. You got to have some some players make plays at the right time. And, and and this game just showed you you can have the best offense, the best defense, and you can get in that no. game and one or two things happen. And that's it. I'm a party got hurt I'm and that was done. It was it was it, you saw it. They fought valiantly. But when you're at that <laughs> high of a level, the Eagle said valiantly. Valiantly, I, I went. I start turning to watch something else. I let me do to go to. Yeah, w, it's not uh, often me, that you can turn off a game like that. Let me like watch that. the girls basketball here. That game off. Oh, they, they was running wild. I mean, twenty-eight-seven. Well, you knew again. I want to know this, Jay. Who made the call? Because I guarantee you, the discussion was had before they said that playoff roster. Who made the call? Because everybody had to be comfortable with it, right? Yeah, I'm sure it was a discussion between John Lynch and and. Kyle Shanahan. So is that Shanahan that makes the call? Somebody well, made the call. Ultimately, the guy that that, that prepares the ingredients, if you will, mm -hmm. is the general manager. He's now, there's input from the chef, Kyle Shanahan. Mm. He might say, no, I'm going to need some broccoli for this dish. Or he and was so comfortable that with it. discussion is had, but the, the, the guy buying the groceries is John Lynch. Here's the deal. There's one guy. You got a 53-man roster, right? Mm. Everybody wasn't playing in the damn game. Somebody was spared. I would trade out one guy. I, one guy. I always say that what coaches say or GMs say that they are, I'm doing this and I'm 100% in the win. They're all lying. Because we mentioned a name earlier. I, give, hey, where Colin Kaepernick at? I, I know he can answer the Colin, can you can you give me some and I think that's a call you make in week 12 to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I don't think you wait until you know when you you when, know you're on your third string quarterback Jay, at that point you would have done in, what yeah, I think it was week nine. He, played, he started he started from week nine or ten on so you know where you are you and even I just throw Colin Kaepernick out there yeah, as a guy who's a guy. probably younger than Josh Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yes took this very team to a Super Bowl once upon a time and I think a lot of the a lot of NFL fans just following the historical events are are still asking themselves this guy really was out of gas like they, they don't want to break the glass when you break the glass on that Kaepernick situation then the game becomes about Kaepernick and not about the yeah. 49ers. I the Steelers were smart enough this year to break that glass because mm -hmm. they went and hired a guy yeah. who was suing the league 
for discrimination. Mm -hmm. And the Steelers said, no, 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 no. I know talent when I see it. That dude can coach. Come on over I'm, to our camp. I'm going to bring you back to this. So the, the, the Niners go all in when you get McCaffrey, right? You're all in. You're all, all in. in. This thing is rolling, right? <laughs> so you know it's rolling. So here, I cannot go into the playoffs on a if, come, but, or maybe, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. I have to make a decision. It's a big boy decision. It's a big girl decision. Yeah. I'm making a decision here for the betterment of the group because I've got 53 guys here giving their heart and soul to this right. to this run. And then you just said, I would like to know from John what were the conversations inside the building? Are you, what was talked about? Who was talked you about? You can guarantee that that's going to come out that clubhouse. Oh, soon. I'm sure it will. Soon. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, to get back to the ultimate question, the ultimate question was what difference did it make? I think it, we would have had a, a competitive game. Yeah, no here, question. Yeah, but yeah. I still think that the best team won. I think yeah. the Eagles had the best team. Yeah, I had them winning. I think yeah. they were playing at home. And I think that's a big part of this. And also, let, let's not forget, if anybody would have said week one of the season that we would be asking this question the week before the Super Bowl, would Brock Purdy have made a difference if he was healthy? <laughs> That's absurd. Right. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Right. He was the last Pick, player uh, right. drafted. Mm -hmm. And literally, as I'm watching the game, I hear the broadcast team, not a fan of, uh, you know, I, I, I thought, I, I, I miss Joe Buck. I'm sorry, I miss Joe Buck. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it. I, 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 I thought, I was like, this ain't, this ain't number one squad. It is their best, allegedly. Uh, and I it's like just, Olsen. It, it's just where they are. Ooh, Romo. Uh, I, I yeah. like Olsen. He's fine. <laughs> but it's just, I need to have a big, when I listen to it, I didn't. I need to hear a big game yeah. feel. And it, Fox does, Burkhart's fine. He's a, he's a fine play-by-play -play guy. I think he's a better desk and, and studio host than he is a play-by-play -play guy. No disrespect. But man. at one point, I heard Kevin Burkhart say, this game and the Niners season may well come down to whether or not Josh Johnson can re-enter the game. And I thought, if Josh Johnson in a vacuum could have been told in September that that was going to be uttered in the course of the NFC Championship game, oh, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're done. You're done so that. literally, their hopes in the first place were hinged on Brock Purdy being healthy. And then they were hinged on Josh Johnson being healthy. Let's just call it what it is. They were in over their heads, and it was one of those deals where I don't know what they were doing. Were they stealing parking spaces from women? <laughs> were they were they were they um, slamming the door on Girl Scouts selling cookies? I don't know, but karma came calling, and it was literally like every little thing that could happen happened. Boy. Let's go right back to the Devontae Smith catch, to oh, yeah. first drive of the game. Yeah, in real time, and I, I didn't see all the angles, but in real time, before anybody was rushing to the line, I thought, oh, I don't know that I don't know that he completed that catch. Yeah. Well, when the receiver comes up and he's going like this, yeah, yeah. Right. which is signal for let's go, it wasn't a catch. Right. At that point, I don't even need to see a replay. Red yeah, flag. Yeah. And Red flag out. And they're supposed to be watching it anyway. I don't even need st – please stop hurrying they up. They weren't <laughs> in – yeah. You know what? Act like nothing happened. happened. You know, it's like running from the crime scene. Yeah. That's the guy that did it. Jay, what, Jay, what do you do? Jay, what do you do? <laughs> it was, dude, this is the sign. Saw, Every team has a sign. Yeah. Every I, team has I a saw, sign. I saw it. I was like, what the hell is he doing? I saw he, that's, that's the sign. Let's go. Let's go. Now, if, if I'm Kyle Shanahan or even anybody on the San Francisco defense who could call a timeout, if I'm watching that, they're not in the hurry up. Smith jumps up and he's doing this and everybody starts running to the line. Oh, no, no, no. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Time out. Throw the flag. And when they, after the touchdown, they finally found a replay uh, yeah. angle that showed that the ball was hitting the ground and moving yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And rightfully so, the in-booth in uh, official 
uh, Pereira looked at it and said, that's not a catch. So how does that game change based on if yeah. that's not a touchdown? Because that was, that was remember, that's yeah. the first, that, first one. That, that, I believe that was fourth down. Am I, am it was I, yeah. fourth down. So not only do you take seven points off the board, you get the ball back, you get the ball back in great field position. Mm-hmm. So with Brock Purdy. How, with Brock Purdy, who's still healthy at that point. So how did things change? I don't know. I think it would have been closer. Then there was their second touchdown drive was aided by three penalties, one of which was very questionable. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like some of these holds that they're calling, and you'll know this. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can call that at every play. They, I think every that, single play, there's an arm hook, there's a neck grab. If you watch, if you watch San Francisco play, I think the thing that Shanahan was mad about was this is the style of play that they had all year. Mm-hmm. They all year they was handsy. All year they they play plush man coverage. Divers to tell you. Look, if you plan that way and the referees know that and they're supposed to be watching mm-hmm. tape, you you got, they, they got to keep it 50 50. They like, got to keep it 100. They got to keep it. You can't, you can't call every single thing, especially the five yard, the five yard first down. That was the big that, one. That was me. a big. That, I was like, I'm wow. like, I'm sorry. You, that, that happens on mm, every single play if you break that's down tough. tape. That's tough. It was um, hard. So I don't think it's 31 7. Maybe it's 21 17. Right. The one thing I wanted to point out, um, I wish I was here Thursday or Friday because I read a big piece on this on Thursday. I was fascinated by this. Bulls said it'll never happen again where a team doesn't win with a superstar quarterback. It's now a, you know, that's what the league is, period. Um, I'm not sure about that. And this Super Bowl matchup, even though San Francisco or Philadelphia has a, a, a good quarterback, mm-hmm. they, they advanced on the strength of their run game. Mm-hmm. And there's no debating that. Their run game was absolutely on point. And Kansas City's is not. Kansas City is a throw a, a, a passing offense yeah. and Philadelphia is much, much, much more run based. So we're going to see whether it's the immovable object or the unstoppable and, force. And, and let me tell you this. I, I'll go back and look at the reason why Philadelphia is so dominant. Yeah, I look at the defensive line. You know, they got 70 sacks. That, that's unbelievable. Yeah, do 14 you, more than anyone else. Look, do you know they unreal? Keep, just they, they, they keep heat on you. It's, it's I mean, when you look at Reddick, and when you get Fletcher Cox, and, and, and you get hard roads, I have to stop you here, right? We saw with our eyes yesterday. What's going on in Berea? <laughs> what is going on? And then Sue came in and gave him. <laughs> what, what, so what, 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 what is that? Wow. Brown's number two sack man had how many sacks? Three. Do you want? Do you want to see it just for the is, visual this is, element this of this? This is unbelievable. Because it, it kind like of makes me much. throw up in my mouth a little bit every time I see this. It does. It does. Yeah, take it full. It, it it really is embarrassing to look at, but this is the truth. These numbers don't lie. Our number two sack man had three sacks. <laughs> now, 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 these boys had seventy. And it wasn't like they was just playing the pass because they were stopping. They was hitting McCaffrey in the backfield. They was 20, hitting 20, one thing. 25 and a half seconds. How many the Eagles have? 70. <laughs> just the D line. You know, it, it was it, the front. Remember <laughs> this, that, that, that this is, um, I've had general managers tell me the two most important positions on the football team, quarterback and whoever runs after the quarterback, right. whether it's a defensive end, defensive lineman, whoever that is, right. two most important positions in the game. For the life of me, I could not figure out why Cincinnati wasn't coming after Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And I know Lou Anarumo is supposed to be this, and he what a wonderful job he's done in it. a very short time in completely transforming that Bengals defense. Mm-hmm. But he consistently brought four players 
And we know what makes Mahomes great is the risk that he might take off because we've all we already know we about play. him. He's an all-time great reader of defenses. Right. He's an all-time great running through his progressions. Mm -hmm. He's figured out arm angles to throw the football, which has never been done before, sometimes underhand. He's, he's a great thrower of the football. But if he was just a thrower of the football, like he was yesterday, he's beatable if you come after him. Mm -hmm. And they did. They kept coming with four guys. I, and, they, and, and sometimes it's so annoying because they're getting there. They're getting there a step late. So you 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 talk yourself into thinking we're there, we're almost there. But see, coaches don't understand how difficult it is. And I'll give this to Jadavian Cloudy. I'll give him credit for this one. You don't know how difficult it is to rush a quarterback by yourself and have to win. Yes, you're supposed to. But when you come in and it's one on one, like like people will talk about it. Like when you are a guy, Donovan Mitchell went for seventy. Right. But when you go for seventy and it's ISO seventy. ISO 70 is different from Steph Curry coming off screens for 70, right? Because sure. I got to pound and get I'm getting fouled. I'm at the free throw line. Right. I got to play defense. It wears your legs out. So so when you get in sacks at that high level and you can get an occasional blitz and a quarterback run right into you, you take that. Yeah, or, or you can you can get a clean look because the offensive line are confused. You'll take it. But when you got to keep hammering home and you got to keep this guy in front of you, that's when things break down and that's when things actually yeah. happen. Like the penalty. You've been you've been running all, all day against Patrick. I kept, I kept and you're there and then you just do something stupid. I kept screaming at the TV all day. I said bring some heat. I thought Joe Woods. I said had, bring some heat. I thought Joe Woods had taken uh, Lou Anarumo's <laughs> spot and it oh. just looked like this rudimentary. <laughs> let's rush forward now. From jump, they had to know that Patrick wasn't okay. Right. He's Patrick. Hurt. Patrick himself said after the game, "Of course, I wasn't myself." You could watch it and see everything they did with him was drop back, stay right in here, steps, stay right in here, move within the pocket. Get it out of here. To. Get it out of your but hands. But the one time he had to throw the football on the on the run, you see, he was coming up limping. You saw what happened afterwards. I thought he was going to come out of the game. They let him pick a spot and throw from that spot mm. and he picked them apart. He had over 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And he literally, it was like, here's what uh, a buddy of mine were texting during the game. And I said, I'm watching a golfer play with a three iron <laughs> off the tee and beat the hell out of everybody. <laughs> he couldn't use his driver and he was still better than everybody else. The th and when you watch that game, not only was he not a hundred percent, Kelsey wasn't a hundred. No, it wasn't. Oh. You saw that they just put the play in. <laughs> you know, they, they had a play called when the first touchdown with Kelsey. Kelsey was supposed to run a post corner. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Jesse Bates. Had, when his he, man bit. Jesse Bates knew it. He ran the route for him. He did. And, and all Kelsey had to do, I'm going to just sit it down. And Mahomes was like, I can't get it over there anyway. My leg hurt too. So he just throw the ball, ad lib, and get a touchdown. 
And it's just these are the type of plays that happen when you get a quarterback and a guy. These are all time great players. I'm sitting here telling you when you smell blood in the water and your goal is not to lighten up. You have to play harder. You got to bring more pressure and say Patrick. I'm gonna shake your hand buddy. If you beat us on one leg and we bring in seven, eight people and you can find the right route with third receivers, fifth receivers and tight end to Kelsey that's yeah. hurt. I'm going to clap it up for you and say you're the best to ever do it. And I give credit to Kansas City's defense that especially early, they knew that we've got to get pressure on Bur- We can't let Joe Burrow stand back there yeah, yeah. and pick us apart either. Yep. They, I think they oh, had four sacks. Oh, they, was the coming, they was coming the with heat. Now, they brought it. Now, Cincinnati corrected that in the second half. They fixed it. They're like, they no, 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 no. We're going to sit P. Ryan in way, here. I thought the in-game, from an in-game coaching standpoint, Cincinnati was on I thought on, was on point. Taylor made some brilliant changes mm-hmm. within the game plan. The one thing that they didn't do that I thought they should have was they should have brought more heat, mm-hmm. particularly when they had him wounded. When a boxer is on the ropes yeah, and he's yeah. staggering. Got to keep heat. You 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 don't go to the body. You take the fuse box. You got to go. And, and I we're looking at Mahomes and he's wobbly, and they're throwing body punches. No 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 no. You go for the fuse box. Get him on the run. Make him beat you with his. I told you he had eight yards rushing and five of them on that last play. Mm-hmm. Jay he tweaked his ankle again. People yeah. didn't even see it. When that when when he fumbled the ball and he yeah. was going after the yeah, ball, yeah. I, I saw that he was yeah. he, he limping tweaked, after that. He went to plant to yeah, tweak. Yeah, they yeah. go back and tweaked his ankle again. The next two drives, they had nothing. And I'm no. sitting my, to myself thinking, they going. He's right well, for the pickings. And I tweeted in the group chat, this game is over. Yep, you sure did. And here's why, because from the early fourth quarter on, it was obvious that. The Chiefs had no receivers in the game. None. This is where you talk about they've drafted a bunch of they got a bunch of rookie defensive backs out there making plays. Kansas City does. <laughs> you talk about like we're thrilled that we got Emerson in the draft right. <laughs> forget Delpit and forget Greedy Williams. Like Kansas City's got a bunch of rookie guys in the in, in the defensive backfield all making plays yeah. against world class yeah. receivers. Yeah. And so it really shows you the depth of this organization. But the other thing was the reason I was kicking dirt on Kansas City was because. All they had was Kelsey. Not Cincinnati good. was doubling Kelsey. They had a bunch of no-name receivers in the game with all the injuries they had, and it was obvious they weren't moving the ball. Then Patty throws the ball and loses it, and it's a fumble. And I thought, I even texted this, oh, Joe is built for this situation. Yeah, yeah, this is how Joe has made his living both at LSU and in Cincinnati for three years. Yeah. And twice he's got the ball, and the game is in his hands. And I thought, that, well, that's it. This is Joe Cool, right? They, they keep telling me this is the guy. He throws a pick. He takes a sack on the next possession. Yeah. And the game is over. Well, you, you have to couple that with just this. The fact that, you know, this is not Nintendo, right? You had other people <laughs> on the other side of the, the yeah, legend right. saying, this is not going down like that. Now you sprinkle in the other things, the, the fuel on the fire that was shoveled on all week by Cincinnati. And that, even when you're down and up, we're like, you're not getting me. Yeah. Now I, I gotta make a play here. I'm gonna make a play here. This is not. This is not happening here. How about the play the, pool, the defensive back the, made? The pool, the who, number six. Six. Yeah. Can't he, think of his name yeah. right now. Yeah. He, Baker. He, he had a bad penalty called against him. Yeah. And I, they may have had two bad penalties called against him. Where he got burned on a play. He on that tip drill interception. I mean, he's he's guarding an all worldwide receiver. He jumps up and knocks that ball tip drill perfectly, mm-hmm. and 
it, these are the kinds of guys that they had making plays out of the woodwork. They had so when, when or a couple plays earlier, they had Chase. They ran the this the kind of stop the in and go, and Jamar Chase jumps up and makes a catch between two of them. Right. So they say, listen, run that back, but we're gonna run it with T. Higgins over here. Mm. They run the same route. He throws it up. It's a perfectly thrown Perfect. ball. Yeah. The, he yeah, jumps yeah. up. Great hand. It. Great hand. And, and he and he knew he wasn't in position to intercept the ball. Because he hit a burrow I mean a boy the helmet. So he tipped it, he he caught it. And I was just sitting there saying, that's when it hit me. I said, see, this is this is what it takes to win championships right here. You got to have people that you don't know nothing about mm-hmm. that that go make plays. And they said, might not, that? and they might not the be roster? big money. They might not be big, big money, money guys. Who was the, the but big? They don't want to be the guy that lets their team mm-hmm. down. It was the McDuffie, the guy, the McDuffie guy. I don't know who he is. He he seems he's like, a first round pick this year. G. This he yeah, he was this the, guy. Their defensive back who was their yeah, first and he coach. doesn't usually play the slot, but Sneed got hurt. G. So that's another thing. Sneed's out of the game early in the game. I think the third play. I thought this is going to be a nightmare for Kansas City. And they're bringing guys out of the stands. <laughs> and they're covering. And, and by the way, <laughs> I, I want to credit T. Higgins for something. Out of stands? This stuff never shows up in the box score. But T. Higgins, after that ball was picked, made a great play to make sure that the defensive back didn't get a big return because right, right, yeah. he was well, going because he, he was, was he had room. They took him down to 14. I was like, whoa, and, and he that was big time because T Higgins was like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't have much shot at him, but I'm going to do everything I can to knock this guy off his feet. Now he stumbled and went down. That puts him down by contact, right. but I'm telling you, if he doesn't lose his feet, he got room. They've got the ball at the 30 or 40 or who knows. Maybe he takes it the distance because there was all I said, kind it of essentially space. turns that play from just an Interception to a punt. To a punt. Yeah. Essentially I, said, a I, said, I, said, I said that's better than a punt. And that's why, you know, what your, your point in the chat was, both these teams have guys way deep on the roster making plays. That's deep. an attitude. Deep. That's a Now, and that brings us to our last point on the AFC Championship game, and that's the Joseph Asai point. Yeah. Played a great game. Yeah. I think he's a second-year player, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Second-year player out of Texas. Yeah. Great, great young player. It played such a terrific game. I felt so badly for him. I mean, t- crying on the sidelines after the game. Clearly, you've got to know where you are and where your opponent is. Mahomes is two feet out of bounds. He's clearly got both hands on him, and he's going to give him a shove. That turns what would have been a 60-yard desperation field goal into a 45-yarder. Butker's had he's been hurt this year. He's missed a lot of kicks that he normally makes. His range used to be much further than it is. I think that's all based off the injury. But literally, him shoving Patrick Mahomes in that spot put Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he pushed I, Kansas City I, into the Super I Bowl. I can't get mad at a side, right? I mean, he made a play in the, in the heat of the game, right? So, and I, I what I really appreciated was Taylor's comments after the game. He said, we're not blaming on one play. Some yeah. of them were. They said there were a multitude of plays that could have been made here, right? So we won't say it bait on one play. And that didn't help. No. But but it wasn't it wasn't. But a soul, one of his, it one of his a, it defensive soul, teammates soul cost. was was caught yelling into the Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt said as they were going into the locker room, he's out of here. He's not he's not back next year. Why are you pushing the quarterback? Why are you putting your hands on the quarterback? Well, listen now that's heat of the moment you, stuff. You always gonna get you always gonna get a, a a fool or two saying something, right? 
How, listen, you've been in this. If you've been that's in, kind if, of a J.R. Smith but, move. Though. Yeah, but I mean, if you, how do you but, overcome that? But if you've been playing in sports yeah, long it's, enough, it's heated, certain heated. things happen, right? And you have to give grace to that, right? Because the ones it, it, it always kills me. The ones that always got something to say ain't nowhere to be seen when it's time to make a play here, right? It wasn't like no, he went. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't like he went to do it. You see what I'm saying? No, I know, but Brad, it was a stupid play. I, nobody I, said it was brilliant. I'm, I'm saying, know, I'm saying, think here. I mean, things happen. I know, but you're exonerate. You're, you're basically giving him a free pass. Well, I said, well, here, I could go. I could go down a list of things. Sure. Uh, red right eight here. Red well, it's right. Never I, one I, thing. I, I, red it's right never here. One thing. Here, would Lenny Wilkins put put Nance on me and not on Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. <laughs> things I, happen. I know. I'm tell, I'll tell you. I'll tell you from this perspective. Things that's, happen. That's funny. <laughs> that's, very, that's, that's, very a, funny. A, that's a great example. That is so. You know. You know what? I was looking at it from this. See, this is another greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to. Uh, 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 we had a little little quarterback. Little little guy Who, uh, from Chillicothe, Ohio, at OU. His oh, yeah, name yeah. is Adam Porter. And he said, uh, he big Browns fan. Shout out to him. He probably might be watching. He said, uh, listen, G. Bush. See, there's three things that all quarterbacks do. All savvy quarterbacks. Well, you know, we, we know y'all, right? There's three things that quarterbacks do to defensive linemen, and it's, and it's, and it's age old. Three things that you can do to just make D linemen look dumb. The first thing is pump fake. It don't even matter if you pass the line of scrimmage. All you do this, and we go jumping and <laughs> moving so around. Pump, he said he had ran for 25 yards. Why are you jumping? This is a little bit of that. Another thing, give him a leg, a little stop and go. See, you might be right next to him, and all they do is stop. Oh, I'm right around you. Look, why would you stop your feet when you stop it? I know you already faster than me. You got to meet him at an angle. And the third thing they do, and they are great at this, since quarterbacks are running quarterbacks, what they do is they so play the, the tiptoe game on the sideline. See, when you're chasing somebody from behind and you didn't try to chase this dude and you've been <laughs> here all of you this close, you can smell his breath. And he running out of bounds and he had invaded you. See, he's right by these sidelines. You don't have no perception of how fast you're going and how far he is out of bounds. All you see is the upper version. And so when he does this, Patrick Mahomes feel you bearing down on him. He's still technically in bounds. But by the time you sl he slow up on you and now all of a sudden he step out. He two feet out of bounds and you don't even recognize it. That's why the guy in front of him. If you show that. Yeah. He's saying to him, no, yeah. don't do it, big fella. But he, you can tell, you just, it's, it's almost like a dog seeing red. It's the fire hydrant. It's you chasing him. And Patrick Mahomes, you know how many 15-yard penalties they give out on that play yeah. alone? Because all you got to do is tiptoe. And mm -hmm. then, ooh, I'm over here. Look, ooh, I'm in the bounce. No, I'm not. That's 15 every time. Then he rolled all the way over with his back. His stomach was out. Hey. And, and he already hurt his ankle. He sold his soul for that 15, and he got it. He knew he had one play. Gee, so yeah, that's funny, right? Because it, the same thing happens in basketball. You ever seen when a guy, young guy, gets up on a veteran play? He gonna he gonna check him real tight, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now I'm just going to the line and get him just to get a little body on him, and then I'm gonna scream like this about a referee. Oh, 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 oh hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, going to the line. Hey, why are you so? Karis Levert did it a couple weeks ago, you didn't he? Too close. <laughs> you too close. You too. That's you too a close. When he was chasing him, <laughs> and then, then his thought, what my thought was, it, he's a young player. I said, Patrick Mahomes invaded him. He knew he was already hurt. 
he knew his ankle was beat up. Yeah. Now he thinking, okay, say for instance that penalty didn't happen, right? right. It was still like eight seconds still or eight something. Seconds like that. Yeah. So, so there was no way he could come in and throw the ball or do nothing. He used his whole life force on that play <laughs> and said, "I need some more." Points. Imagine too, if they're kicking a sixty-yarder. Jay Feely had said a number of times during the telecast that Butker was short from 55 in right, that direction. Right, right, right. So, I don't even know if you try a 60 He's yard. throwing a pass at that. So, man. somebody, I mean, I don't know. Do you bring Henny in? Does, does, does Mahomes have a quick two-step drop and a quick hit to Kelsey on the sideline to try, try to, to get, get six or seven more? One way or another, without that 15 yards. That was it. Uh, ball game. That game's going to overtime. We, and to your we, point, we, Mahomes is now banged up even more. I he, was like this. I was like this. I said, okay, here comes overtime. They just got to wind right. this thing up. I saw, well, that's why I went aside. I was chasing. Everybody was screaming like this in slow motion. You ever no. seen slow motion? No. Everybody. Everybody. And, and this is a good coaching point for the coaches out there. See, when y'all talk about situational football, see, this is the problem. He was on that sideline crying because he knew what he did yeah. after the yeah. fact. But this is where coaches need to be talking in these huddles. Guys, Players nothing do. stupid. No, these guys are going to need to get out of bounds. No, no, no. no. Don't, we don't need it. Listen, let don't them get out of bounds. Gee, that's no late hits on the quarterback. No, no, no late hits Gee, on the QB. That's not, in the, that's not just the coaches. It's like it's like being in the huddle. It's like come on, don't give up a three. Right. Don't give up a right. three. Right. No, right. no fouls. Yeah. No fouls. Now, now <laughs> I, you're right. The, the smart players and the leaders are doing that in the huddle. However, it can it can trickle from the coaches when you're in training camp in August. Situational football, guys. When we're in situational football, and maybe by the way, the Browns made a mistake to cost them a game this year. And I hate to bring this up because it was Nick Chubb, but if Nick Chubb yep, falls yep. on the one yard yeah. line. Who knows how their Jay, season unfolds? Jay, so when you're in situational football, situational sports, what's the first thing you check in? The clock. Down in distance, the how, clock, how, how the much, situation. How, what do we have? I mean, what, and, what, and then I go to, okay, here are the options. Somebody has to be like, do. don't okay, do this. Okay, so it's fourth and one, and we know they're going to try to. Don't jump. Right. Don't you know, jump. Statue no, defense. Everybody hand in the dirt till you see the ball move. Nobody moves. The only in, your, in, in this case, don't hit the quarterback late. They, we can't keep, give 15 free yards. Don't pass interfere. Right. Unless it's going to be a touchdown. Don't hit a guy going out of bounds. And, and, and sometimes, and, and I, I'm sure they do this, but this is a great teaching point in training camp. You showing this. Put it on film. Guys, this has happened this year. Some point in time. Cautionary tale. Some point in time is going to happen. You're chasing as a defensive lineman. Always understand where the quarterback is, is by the sidelines. We always err on the side of running and chasing him out. And don't touch him. Don't use your hands. Chase him as if you're trying to put your body on his body. Well, but we know hands, right? And so that way you don't push and pull and, and 15 yards. Because at the end of the day, those 15s are the only thing that can get won that game. So, that penalty. So That's where, it. So where doesn't that feel good today? <laughs> Cincinnati, baby. Cincinnati don't feel good today, Could you baby. imagine watching the game? I'll be sick. What, what you, let, let, sick. Let's, let's role play. You're the mayor of Cincinnati. You're watching the postgame show, and you see Travis Kelsey take the mic from Jim Nance and say, I want to give a shout-out to the mayor of Cincinnati. Know your role. Shut your mouth, jabroni. <laughs> what was going on in the mayor's household uh, in that for, instant? For, first thing you need to grab Twitter and get all the block and turn off Twitter. <laughs> you know that, you know that <laughs> meme <laughs> where, where Homer Simpson just backs into the bushes? <laughs> uh, want to get away? 
<laughs> need a Snickers. He needs to do a Southwest commercial, a Southwest Airlines commercial. Want to get away? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the one to get away commercial. <laughs> yes. Hey, he just he just told he just, he just told his his campaign manager it's gonna be a rough one. It's coming. Yeah. It's gonna be a rough when's, one. Hey, when's re-election? And, and now, the the mayor of Cincinnati office has been involved in the following situations. Look, hold on. What do you say? The mayor came at me. The mayor came at me. Yeah, the mayor came, yeah, at, the me. Mayor came at me, man. And so I, I've said all week, I'm like, they're, they're just writing checks. That I was they like, can't why cash. are you doing that? And it's not just the players. Uh, so the, the mayor of Cincinnati once upon a time was Jerry Springer. He wrote a check to pay for a prostitute. Mm -hmm. Another mayor of Cincinnati threw out what is widely regarded the worst first pitch in the history of the game. McNuggets, can we get that? Because that's worse. That's first all, pitch? Yeah, yeah, let me see if I can Cincinnati find it. mayor's first pitch. I believe Eric Davis, the f former yeah, yeah. Reds great, was going to catch the ball. It was so bad, he threw it, I believe, up the first baseline. <laughs> and Eric Davis looks around like, what the hell? Is that the first time you've ever held a baseball? He just went out there and, and tried now, to the, shake the, his hand. The, the mayor's office of Cincinnati has given us uh, yet Danny another. Gate. <laughs> I mean, this is like, I, I, when he said it, Jay, I was like, I thought it was a smooth. I, was like, I, was like, I said, that, that man's not the mayor of Cincinnati. There's no like, way that can't a real be. mayor would do that. I said, nobody would do that. Who does that? Um, I don't know why he would. I, here, here's the thing. I just tell people like this, man. I'm See, sometimes, sometimes you get used to winning. Like the Bengals, is, the Bengals have a, a spotted history of being terrible, like along with the Browns and have some bad years. But the Bengals have been good for the last couple of years. They've been making it. And sometimes you get comfortable, dog. Well, listen, you weren't here last week when I was making this point. Tyvis, the debate was, are you okay with Eli Apple acting like he's all of a sudden Deion Sanders? And I kept saying, I I'm very troubled by this. First of all, the Cancun on three, I thought was winning with, you win with class, you lose with class. That was not winning with class. And what I hated about it more, the Cancun on three, was the heart hand emoji. Mm -hmm. I thought that was you're bringing DeMar Hamlin into this. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that emoji is now the DeMar Hamlin emoji. That's what it's called. So to use that when he could have used a palm tree, he could have used a jet, he could have used a million other things, Cancun on three, and he's kind of trolling Hamlin with the hands. I thought that was in poor form. Then he's lighting up a cigar after a divisional playoff win. And I, the point I made on the show last week was, Save that for the championship game or the Super Bowl. You don't start lighting up cigars when you win a divisional playoff game. You know what I It thought? was a bad look. You know what I thought? I thought he was, I, Jay, when people do that, I'll be feeling like they get ready for the podcast world. Maybe he, he just, you well, just set your next spot up. Like he, he just, was trending all week. Like he so was maybe, trending. He said, you, you got a podcast. But you know what? On, if dog. I'm one of his teammates, I go to him and say, shut your damn mouth till we win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they, because by the way, if you want to go back to the play that the Rams won the Super Bowl on last year, the man in coverage on Cooper Cup on the winning touchdown was Mr. Eli Apple. I, I don't, so you know, this one of them things, bro. Look, like sometimes, I, you know, I, you know, I'm checking the comments for the for the Cincinnati mayor here, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the comments that said, some young lady wrote in and said, you you talking to uh, the mayor, the, talking to the Chiefs. Said, you won one of four games. The Cincinnati mayor's comments were foolish. They don't represent the great people of Cincinnati. They will prevent his reelection, though. <laughs> <laughs> do we have the other mayor of Cincinnati? We do pitch? have the mayor. Then we're going to pivot to a little Cavs talk. Okay. So let's put a what? bow tie on this, this is wonderful AFC Davis. championship game with maybe the worst first pitch I've seen in a long time. Mike, take Eric it. Davis was uh, the Reds player picked to, uh, to catch it. 
Oh, bro. Oh. He, that man. Look at him. He just. He's like, what is going on here? Like, and the umpire, the umpire, threw, him umpire threw him out of the game. Rightfully so. Look at this. First of all, his footwork was a mess. It's a balk. It, <laughs> hey, man. That, uh, he, there was a little. Uh, it was a little senior citizen in that. I, I don't think he's up. that old. I think that was that wasn't that long ago. I, I, no, that was over 20 years. ago. Was it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Eric Davis was there. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, it was I think it was in the 90s if I'm not I mean, mistaken, that man. Mm. but and then Jerry Springer was the mayor and famously paid for a prostitute with a, with a check. That's so funny how Jerry Springer got that off. <laughs> hey, it was great for his career, wasn't it? Like he won, like he's and he really won out. Yeah, <laughs> like he, hey, he needs to win out to get you in the playoffs. He I'm won out. I'm pretty sure that show is still on. The no, it is. Show. That it, is. it is. That it is still runs. Still runs. I don't understand. Like I haven't seen it in 20 years, but I bet there's gonna be a fight on today. Hey man, I, I remember that was. I remember that was the first tape that I went and tried to get my credit card and buy. I said Jerry Springer Beyond Dark. I said I'm gonna get this. <laughs> All right, Jay, let's, let's talk a little me. Cavs here this weekend. We got a big announcement afterwards. Yeah, so, okay, Cavs. You're, um, for the Cavs. you're a stupid guy. I, I'm, I'm going to lean heavily on Brad here because I don't know what the answer is, but there, the, the, I mentioned at the top of the show, the NBA has a problem. First of all, the Cavs had a nice win over the Clippers JV team last yeah, night because yeah. they sat Kawhi Leonard yeah. and uh, they also sat Paul George, uh, which is really disappointing for the fans, and we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. They win 122-99. Jay had a career night. He hit, 29. Uh, Tied a career high 29, seven for seven from three point range. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, played his ass off. Nice win for the Cavs, who were one and two on their road trip before that. Um, I'll get to the NBA's problem in a second, but guys, I we've been talking about the Cavs on the road all season, and I know this was a home game, but off of their one and two road trip, when they easily should have won two of those three, um, they now are 10 and 16 on the road. Mm hmm. All four teams in the East that are seated higher than them have winning records. Most of them by six or seven games. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, if they do get a playoff series and they finish in the five, they're going to have to play one of oh, these top four. From the hole. Which yeah. are great on the road. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, the, and the Cavs can't win on the road. To me, all of this is unfortunately going 120 miles an hour to a first round exit for the Cavs in the playoffs. Am I wrong? I agree. Uh, I, 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 I've come to I, if they keep playing the way they are unless there's something to, like, you know, major that happens. I think this is who the Cavs are. They're they're really fun to watch. They're really fun team. They give you a puncher's chance because they have scoring ability. However, the way they play on the road, does not give me confidence that they're going to be able to win any of these games. It's not not with the top four, and you just watch the way they play. I mean, guys are able to get to the rack. They don't. They're not able to close out on three point shooters. Teams seem to have the best night shooting in the world against them. To me, I just think this is just who the Cavs are, unless they can get another piece or Evan Mobley takes an, another step higher. I, I just think. Right now, unfortunately, until they can get to an offseason or get another guy that's a, a bona fide stopper at three, I don't think I think they're five, six seed, and they have a puncher's chance in the first couple rounds, but I don't I don't see him. What scares me in that first round that they're a five right now. I mean, that means that you're not hosting a series. <laughs> yeah. And that means the home games that you will play are gonna be against teams that are all winning teams on the road. I, I just think Brad this 
I don't like the way this is playing out. Well, Convince me that they can beat one of the four seeds on the road, right? Well, now. I, I, I have a counter narrative with that. They've got the best home record in the Eastern Conference. I know. So, but, so if, you're, if I'm but in you'll a, have if, to win a game if, on the road. If I'm, if I'm in a seven game series, right? Mm -hmm. So that goes three, three, one. If I go all seven, right? Yeah. So that the eyes trend right. I may prevail. I'm probably going to prevail at home. And I got to just steal one on the road. But now that's not where I want to be. Right? Okay. No, I've got some holes here, right? Mm -hmm. And at some point we have to quit dancing around the holes, right? The holes at the three position, right? Now you have to make a decision who you want. Your three are you, two ways. One, you need to get tougher defensively. Everybody you got on this team is not a defensive player, right? They're offensive players, which looks good during the season. But when we get is to the Kevin Love playable in the playoffs? Well, I mean, he, I here, Kev, Kev, Kevin Love is looking aged right now. Yeah. Man, aged. that happens fast. Well, too. here, I, and I was telling somebody this, and there's nothing against Kevin. I love Kevin the way he plays. Here's the problem. When you get long in the tooth in the leg, the first thing to go are your legs, mm -hmm. right? And the last one to know that that's happening is the player, right? We've seen it. And, and those who are watching are seeing this thing turning over here, right? He has moments, right? Yeah. But they're becoming few and far between. Right, so that if you take him off the rotation, the second, second, second line, now you got another hole off the bench now, right? Because you were counting on some production from him off the bench. Can right? they count on him in the playoffs? Well, see, the problem is now you better figure out what we're doing here, right? We have to, we have to fill the hole at the three. That has to be filled. We have to get better defensively. That's a must, right? Because the games we're losing, we can't stop a soul. And, and I think it's Probably. and Brad. I think it's a little bit of fool's gold. Like they're ranked number one or two in the league in defense. But I thought Jason said this last year. They're ranked number one or two because they play hard. These other teams ain't playing hard defensively no. yet, which is a scary thing. Well, because they're gonna turn this up. This is when you know when you can consistently get stops when you need them. And that's not in the first quarter. It's in late in the game when right. I say I, I get a defensive stamp. I put my defensive stamp on this game. You're not getting by anything. They're not that me. team right no. now. No, and everybody sees it, right? Are you still on the Carmelo? Tra is he the guy in the missing link? I, 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 people, people be on me like, like, like I don't know Carmelo Anthony from nobody, right? But I know this. I know I don't have a whole lot of money to spend around here, right? There's nobody in this is Eastern. You think anybody in Eastern Conference Jay wants to help me? Get better. No, no, it's not going to happen. That's like not that. going to happen, no. right? You may steal somebody from the West, but the West said you're going to give me something for that, and you're going to give me more than Karis LeVert. Yes, you are. Yeah, yes, you are. And we even know though what shape Carmelo is. Does Carmelo I, do, I don't play know, again? but I damn I don't sure, even know if he I wants to play. But again. I damn sure can catch a plane to New York. I, yes, I can. I think. What, I what think, are you? What, what? What? What are you doing here? I think. I think what you're saying is some of the same things that we said with the with the Browns. You knew you didn't have any defensive tackles. You knew you needed a receiver, but you didn't do at least you got to at least do something G, because it right. don't cost you nothing. It don't G, cost you nothing to bring them in G, and cut them loose. G, I, can, deal, I, right? can right? two, I can do two moves. I can say I'm Carmelo Anthony for a league minimum. I don't need to pay, play the Akite. I don't need to right. go to the practice squad. That's right. what you go. You stay over there and get better, yeah. right? I got an offensive guy and now I'm gonna go find me a defensive guy, right? And that's who's going to be here because if I look here because you're, uh, you, you're a smart guy. Everybody see Kevin trending the wrong way. So do you think this is going to get better? Are you the eyes are going to get better? No, it's going to turn well, up. If, if they think for a second that he's going to refine his, you know, fountain of youth for the playoff. 
I don't see how we use him in a playoff series. Yeah, unless it's, it's in the first half when you're just chewing minutes. So I'm saying if you if you can find a defensive because G, you absolutely right. You better get somebody in here that's not just can play defense, but you got to have somebody here with a little bit of edge to him, a little bit of dog to him because this thing gonna get tricky. Here. Are you getting concerned at all? Because I think on our panel over the last two weeks, I've brought this question up a number of times. Are you concerned at all right now about JB in close and late situations? Because there've been there's anecdotal evidence over the last couple of weeks that he, he's getting yes. he's getting outmaneuvered coming out of timeouts. He's leaving timeouts, uh, taking timeouts with them on the plane home. He's there. Yeah. Are you worried? I I know the lineage that JB come from. As I told many people for JB, I played for his father. His father, right. so the apple done far, far from the tree. But the one thing that Bernie had with him at all times was somebody of severe knowledge and institution in this game. That means you're the older guy. I look at that sideline with JB and they're all nice guys, but they're all young guys. They're all so, young guys. So he needs that grizzled I, 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 bench was, I was like, where's the old school guy to be like, look. What are any we doing? idea? Any any ideas? Well, we stuck that? with what you got. They not bringing nobody in here. Ty, Ty, Ty Lue always had. Ty uh, made what's comments the, what's about the this Cavs roster, by the way, mm-hmm. which was interesting. What do you say? Uh, I just the, the headline. I saw it this morning, and I was flying through it. It just said Ty Lue comments on former teams' situation. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't I didn't hear him. Uh, McNuggets, did you read or hear Ty Lue's comments on the Cavs? I only find that interesting because Jason Lloyd sat in that chair Wednesday of last mm-hmm. week and said, Ty Lue would be the perfect man for this team. He, but Ty Lue's been seasoned. He's been around some people. And he had, that's his, Phil yeah. Handy, Handy. Yeah. Phil, like, I watch his videos and, his, and I thought he just was like one of the goons. Yeah. But no, Phil teaches the game. Right. He's in the minutia, dribbling, Look. drills. Phil would get people together, or even when when and when he had spoke, so Eric Spoelstra got about ten dudes with him. He had Jawan Howard on that staff. Well, he also had Pat Riley. He got Pat Oxford. Riley. He got all these dudes. Sometimes I look over there, and Ty always was even even when Ty was with uh, Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. he was the, he was the offensive dude, right? right? He'll yeah. come up with something in his timeouts. Uh, here, be, don't be fooled. Steve Kerr had Mike Brown sitting over there next to him, right? Oh yeah, right. You got to have somebody there. That has been a little long in the tooth that may know because when you get to the situational thing, Jay, you have to see it like that. Somebody yeah. has to see it coming. You got right? seconds and to now come when up you with st- When you stand on the sideline calling the plays like like JB stand up, you can't see all that. And Brad, what scares <laughs> me is when you get into a seven game series, you can get outworked. You're seeing the same team seven nights in a row. Mm-hmm. You better be able to find the chink. You better be able to find who, the weakness, the hole. Who's the guy that made the Cincinnati Bengals come out at halftime like the uh-uh, we're changing up here. We're changing up on the fly yeah, here. Right. Uh, we have yeah. a problem. Sure. Now, do we have that person? That's my, I, that's my question to you. That, that, is the, that is the question. And nothing against all those guys. So I know those guys. They're good guys. Sure. The problem is here, if you have any aspirations to get better here, you got to have some input for the your job is not to just sit there well, we got Walton, and appease right? the guy is, right. is Walton the guy because he's on the staff, but I don't see I don't Walton. know that he's the guy. I mean, he's a younger. He's guy a younger too. dude. He's been a coach before. I, I just thought he got run to where Jason's he was. Point last right. week. He got run where he was. All right. <laughs> no, clear. I know but <laughs> to Jason's point last week about Ty Lue would be the perfect guy for this team. It resonated with me, and I thought about it. And I thought about it again yeah. while I was watching well, the Cavs not, lose to teams not, over the not, last four getting, days you, that they should have beat. You're not getting Ty Lue back here. 
So we, <laughs> yeah, we, we like, are I, where I we, we no. I'm just saying we are where well, we Dan, are. Not this year. Well, no. Dan, Dan, Dan is to bring them back. Well, no, I'm, I'm just talking about. like George Steinbrenner. Hey, Billy. Hey, hey, Billy come on back. Dan, I'm just talking about in this moment. Right. Okay. Right? Because no, your, your, your question is legitimate because it's permeating throughout this town here. Right. Right. And people are. This is a this is a very smart sports town. People know stuff around here, right? right. And they see it. They're like, hey, hey, hey. Right. What's going on here? Yeah, well, I'm you're, starting. You're getting out work here in the last yeah. six, seven minutes Close of the and game. Late. Yeah. Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder losses, that Nick losses, that can't happen. This team is too talented for that. And I think that's the, just a problem when you go from zero to 100. Now there's and, yeah. and I don't it's care what, prof- what profession you're in. You always got to have a second chair to see something that you don't see and be like, and their job is not to appease you. They'd be like, look, yeah. let me tell you what I see here. Don't be a yes man. All right, here's the story. Okay, uh, role play time. Okay. For the sake of this segment, you're white and you're bald. Okay. And your name is Adam Silver. All right, okay. All right. And you got a problem on your hand, Commissioner, because when NBA fans look at what teams are coming to town, yeah. what games do I want right. to pay my hard-earned money for? Two of them on the docket this year, amongst many others. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you want to see the Lakers when they come in. You want to see a lot of other teams. But two of the games that were circled when the schedule came out was the Golden State game from two weeks ago and the Clippers game last night. And as bad luck would have it, mm-hmm. there were hundreds, if not thousands of fans at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse yeah. last night and for the Schedule Warriors game two weeks ago okay. that were there for the sole purpose of watching against Golden State. Keep coming. Clay. Come on. Steph. Don't stop. Dre. And last night. Keep moving. Paul George. Who else? And Kawhi Leonard. Thank you. And they saw none of those players right. because the, the team's coaches decide coaches decision they're not playing. Are you talking? Because that's the NBA we somehow have lived are, in. Now. Are you tossing to me? How are you fixing that? Okay, Adam. So, so first of all, this is me. <laughs> White but bald. Right. Uh, it is entirely unfair to the fans. I feel bad for them because mm-hmm. the tickets are pricey, right? And I set aside a, a thing to take my kids to watch this thing, watch this team play, and then you jerk me at the end and tell me that they're not playing, right? Not fault of the Cavaliers, but it's called fault of of the what the league has let transpire. Adam Silver has to erase, eradicate that. How? I see by not allowing it to happen. How? By I deem it's not allowed to happen, right? Uh, let me, uh, let, but let then me, you say, oh, you know no, what? Kawhi twi- tw- twisted his let, let, ankle let, getting off the bus. You get one. We're not taking four down. Yeah, that's, that's what not, bothers that's, me. That's not happening. That's what bothers right? me. One can go down, but we're not going down four. And the other thing I'll tell you, I have no sympathy for you, right? I have none. Because you played them all. Because my area, we played them all. Yep. And here, I'll, I'll give you another thing. You know, <laughs> the Bulls, you know what we're doing? Flying United Airlines commercial. That's what we were flying, right? Flying. Were you really? Yes. <laughs> now was everybody commercial then, though? I no, mean, that, the, now everybody's the Pistons. Private. Pistons were the first one to go private. I remember when they went. But private. even when we went private, anybody sitting out like that? I got some. I, Man, no, that, it, was, I mean, it wasn't here, tolerated. And then, and then the old school players. There's an affinity to the people. The people make the players. And we they were like, more beholden to the yeah, fans than not, today's we're player. Not, we're not disappointing you here. We're yeah. not doing today's that. Today's right? players just do not care. It's just like this. It's just like this. And, and, and it's not the players. It's the air atmosphere that's been created here. 
The money has 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 has, has and the power structure is not the, the power. The, right, has they changed, have right. the power now. So I get what you're saying about okay, there has to be a happy medium here. But the one thing we cannot do, we're not coming to town sitting four dudes down. We yeah, just not, we not. Mm -hmm. is, 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 and by the way, <clears throat> they won. Uh, yeah. That's what bothered me so much. The Cavs had an opportunity to go out and play for the honor of their fans. Right. To show them we're so ticked of what they did to you. Yeah. We're going to put their noses in the dirt hmm. and they got beat. This is easy, man. I, I, you know, I was thinking about this. Come on. Come it on just up. hit me. This is my listen. This is my face because I'm telling you, Adam Silver. I got some for you. my camera at right here. Where's right here? I got some for you, dog. Here's how you do this, man. So you guys have already done a really good job of, of scheduling things out. You know, you know how you got those super maxes and all those, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not eligible for no super max unless you what? First team all, mm -hmm. first three, mm -hmm. all NBA. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing: we got a thing called matinee games, right? These is prime time game matinees. You put them on the schedule. We already know what you're they're gonna come out throughout the season. You know how? Because we already know if you was an all star or first team all pro, second team all NBA, third team defensive team. So now we got it slotted. So mm -hmm. when you come out and you you sitting there and saying, as a first team, second team, third team All Star, you got a certain amount of games that you got to play matinee games, or you not a first team All NBA, which affects your money. You not an All Star that next year. What, what if you're hurt? Well, well, here's the thing: you got it. They got a great league. Don't they got? Don't they got doctors? Mm -hmm. Don't they got the, the same way the NFL got a, a whole league full of doctors to tell you whether you want to be disabled or not? Right. That you got to go to the team doctors is great, but no, no, no. We got NBA doctors right there that we gonna evaluate as well, right? So no sitting due to coaches. Oh, oh, all that coaches decision. Ain't no such thing as a coaches decision because right there you see Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay, right? They got marked when you come to the Cavs and you play the Cavs. You got Darius Garland is a matinee player. You got you got uh, Donovan Mitchell is also a matinee player, right? And, oh, oh, uh, what's my, 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 big man? He made it all, all uh, Jared Allen. Yeah. So them three. So the, you got to play three or two of the three of your matinee players. Steph Curry, Draymond Clay, you got to play two of your three matinee players. And so you got you looking at it. Yeah, you can see Steph, but Clay got to play. Because that is what you owe back to the system. We've given you first team all NBA defense. We're saying that these are the best players in our league. We're saying you're an all star. Them is the best players we got. So now what you need to know is you got to play a certain amount of games. And if you don't play a certain amount of matinee games from 2023 and 2024, you're not eligible to be all star. I don't care if you get 100 points a game. You're not eligible, dog, because you didn't put in what you should be putting in. Well, I can't say them tickets is higher because you you that good and we giving you accolades. Can that work? Well, no, I can't. Why not? <laughs> because the it play, sounds great. The power struggle, the power, the power dynamic has shifted in this league. Where the, it's a players' uh, where, league. Where the owners had the rules and the regulations, the power, the players have it back more now. Right. But be clear, the player association and the league realize it's an issue. What has to happen is we're going to the mat. This is going to get resolved now, and I, I'll take this thing to the hilt, right? There's no way because sometimes you have to sit a guy. Say a guy's coming off ACL, he had a serious injury, and it's a legitimate reason why he can't do it back to back. That's that, why that, only that, two or three that, players got to play. Right. I said, but there's a max number of people that can sit on down on this thing, right? <laughs> and, and then 
And then here's the thing. <laughs> Dude, this is what you had to guard on. Because they'll get smart on you. All right, these two are out. And these two, I'm a, I'm a DMP CD, which is do not play coaches. Is it? Right. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing no DMP CDs. See, see, that's that's out not, of the book. I saw the books. We're not even doing that. See, I that's don't think that should even be a thing. That's not a thing. And, and, and here's why. Um, cry me a river about the 82 games in the, over the course of the season. Major League Baseball plays double that. Mm-hmm. Okay? They have 162 games. And it's uh, it's also become a trend in baseball for guys to sit. They take mm-hmm. days off. Baseball can be a grind, man. Yeah. Guardians at one stretch last year played like 22 games in 21 days. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be. And I know people say, well, it's not basketball. You're not running up and down for two hours. I get that. It's still taxing to go through the routine, yeah. arrive at the stadium three hours before the game, go through your workouts, your lifts, all of the, your stretches. You play the game. 162 times, that's what the fans pay for. Jay, are they playing harder than Bird Magic play? They're not. No. They're not. Today's players, no. You know, you know. Absolutely no. not. And Jay, and Jay, you get players to stand up and say, listen, the reason we're telling you that you guys have to play is because you're the face of the league. They're paying We're, their salaries. We, we are, we, these people come to see you play. And so when you don't play, that does not do anything for the long-term viability of and our league. To that point, because that, that really is, G. Bush, that's a pivotal point. Yeah. What's always bothered me is the commissioner is not afraid to get involved when word trickles out ahead of a big matchup that's maybe a Friday night primetime ESPN mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pop's gonna sit, you know, Robinson and Duncan tonight. Man. And this this happened. This actually happened. And the commissioner's like, No, you're not. This well, is a TV so, game. So where go, the TV go, dollars are involved, go, the commissioner steps in. Go, but if it's just a Jay, Cavs Warriors Jay, Thursday night so, game, nothing well, is said for this. the fans. Who was the commissioner? Well, that when all that was going it on, was Stern. it was Stern. Stern, Stern, ha- Stern wasn't having it. Stern wasn't having it. David Stern wasn't having named. it. Not having it at all. No, the and, league has become a player's what, league. And wasn't afraid Adam to Silver. go to the mat on you. And But Stern was also smart. He knew how to cut a deal. Like, this is what we're about to do. We're not doing this because we're selling this product here. Right. Right. You're undermining it. And the guys from back in the day, because people always have a, you're always going back in the day, they were paying for 120 of what these dudes is making. Let, so, to that point, let me ask you this. Um, it will never happen because you never hear about contraction. Teams never drop, you know, leagues never drop teams from, from the league. It, it's always expansion, never contraction. And I know that this is a pie-in-the-sky idea, but what if the league was to tell, go to the players and say, uh, we need our best product every night, whether it's a Tuesday in Cleveland against Golden State or a Sunday in Cleveland against the Clippers or – the Lakers and the Nets and people want to see Kyrie against LeBron and, and the Lakers decide to sit. So you're telling us 82 is too much. So we're going to go to 70. Now, no, we're not. understand this. <laughs> Can't make the money. No, no Okay. Okay. So this is. So you already folded 10 already. No, sometimes <laughs> when you negotiate, you have to do it from a power, a position of power, of strength. Okay. Now the league, the league wants nothing to do with this because it means their revenue gets shorter. Right. Right. By sixteen percent. Right. But you tell the players, understand. You're telling us eighty-two is too much. Is that that's what we're hearing from the play? Because they all agree. Yeah. Eighty-two is too many. Look at the number of teams that make the playoffs. You can figure that out in seventy. You don't need eighty-two. So you bluff and you go to the players association and say we're prepared. 
We're listening to your union. We're listening to your players. You're telling us 82 is too Jay, much. Jay, let me tell you why this We're going to go to 70. <laughs> We're never going to have back-to-backs. Okay. We're going to give you all the rest that Jay, you're trying for. Jay. However, our revenue is going to be cut, which means that the pie your is, revenue is Jay, cut. The pro- here's the problem. So Jay, you tell me what, what the players are going to say. Here's the problem. The dude that's on the, the 12th dude and here, the two dudes sitting on the sideline. Uh-huh. They're making five or six million dollars. I know they are. Yeah. Now here, the dude, my rookie dude, my 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 best guy, Pete Myers, uh-huh. spent ten years in this league. When we were rookies together in Chicago, how much Pete was? A, Pete was a six-round draft choice at Arkansas Little Rock. Probably making $150,000. Right, when he was making sixty, I had to loan him my car. Like here, I had two cars. I said, dude, he didn't have a car. Sixty thousand. I said, dude, just drive this car. I said, I can't pick you up every day. Just drive the car. I don't care. NBA player I drive, had a bummer, bummer I, ride. I drive, I drive my car. Just drive my car. Every day. So just now, do, so do now, that. so now, with, so now, what the, now what is the? Well, now if I'm making, gee, if I'm making five or six million dollars, screw you. <laughs> I got to do nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because even when you cut me, <laughs> if I save half of it, I won't be able to go to the street but, and make. Uh, but no, when I get cut, because the 12th dude not staying around long. When he come back to the real world, Jay, he gonna make three million dollars. Here's what here's what I would No, say. in the real world, he'll make sixty thousand. If you're lucky, I'll, I'll <laughs> just I'll just finish it with this. Here's another really quick thing they they can do. Uh, you, I would work with the coaches. I would work with the with the ownership. I would work with the teams and say, look, if you guys need practice off, cut the practice. But we need you guys playing. The shoot arounds, get rid of them. They're I, pros. You know what? Nah, you need shoot arounds. Well, G Bush, how about this? Would you rather them be at shoot arounds or be uh, in the game sound, and be rested? Like, you sound like Iverson now. Yeah. Practice. Listen, Practice. hold on. I'm a man. I, I, I'm, I'm solutions oriented. Okay. I'm a man of the people. I, it just hit me. Okay. I got it. Okay. I, I got it right Tell here. Me. If you're a DNC or a, 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 a DMP DC, didn't play because of the coach. Right. Here's the deal. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 182nd of your salary goes into a pot. That pot (laughs) pays the fans their money back for their tickets that they spent. Specifically to watch LeBron play, and LeBron was. You don't even got to go to that. You don't even got to go to that extreme because here, I guarantee you this, Jay. There are seventy percent of the players that understand who they're playing for, right, and will line up every day. There's thirty percent of the players here who have Jerry rigged the system. And under, un, unfortunately, they're the ones that are the superstars. Jerry, that move the Jerry, deal. Jerry rigged the system to say that. Nah, we're not going to do this. Okay, then right? you're you're fine. You so, can do that. That's fine. You, you can gotta, sit. Because of a coach's decision. You got to go to the mat. The but, league has to go to the mat with the players and be like, this is getting resolved now. Yeah. Give me 182nd of your salary that, every time you decide to sit because you don't want to play for the fans. And the, but and, the league can't buckle. They can't buckle. No, they've got to be strong <coughs> on it. Now, McNuggets. Uh, McNuggets. Yeah, we got two things. We have breaking news for the Browns okay. and then breaking news for the UCSS viewers and audience. Two big things. Go. Okay. A 
According to Rap Sheet and Tom Pelissero, the NFL informed teams today that the 2023 salary cap will be a record 224.8 million, up 16 million from last year. So that helps every team deal with some cap issues, but the Browns, who are, as we alluded to earlier in the show, wasn't there uh, projections though that it could go up as much as 25 million? I don't see that. But it's up from 208.2 last year. Yeah, I mean, so everyone knew it was going to go up. Relief. It always goes up. It always goes up. Um, like, in uh, last year, it went up, my math, it actually went up $27 million last yeah, year. Yeah, and less I— Less than last year. Yes, and I, I, I had read somewhere in the middle of the season that there was an expectation or there was an estimate that it could likely go up $25 million, which I was doing backflips over because I thought that would really help the Browns. $16 million might be less than what the Browns were planning on it going up because they needed to go up. They need to go real up. cap issues now. Okay, and this is big. Guys, we love the people who tune into the show. Anthony met a super fan named Jamie this weekend. And if you guys ever see us out and about, please come up, say what's up. The comedy show is coming up a week from Wednesday. It's going to be awesome. But Friday's show is for you. We have Jake Trotter coming in studio. But outside of that segment with Jake. Wow, Jake's in. Nice. Outside of that segment with Jake, it is the People's Choice Show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We are going to submit topics. We are going to submit. To pick topics, it could be anything, sport, no politics, no religion. You want us to debate <laughs> waffles versus pancakes for 10 minutes? We're going to do waffles versus pancakes for pancakes, 10 minutes. easy. You could do whatever you want that's outside of the politics circle, outside of the religion circle. Any sport, any team, anything, send it to me. Here's how you have to do it. Because our UCSS Twitter DMs go to everybody involved with the show. We're going to keep your guys' phone safe. you got to follow me on Twitter. DM to me at MikeLucasTV. My DMs are open. They will be open until Thursday night. Then I'm closing it so you guys can't harass me. <laughs> we are picking up to 10 topics oh, for wow. Friday's show. Wow. Based on viewers' choice. Okay. 90 minutes dedicated to the viewers Good. by themselves. What other show? We are giving you guys that the kind chance. Of homage to their fans. Now, Not Brandon, NBA players. Wait, JJ, one caveat. If there's breaking news, we'll push it back to Monday or Tuesday. If okay. there's breaking news that we have to address, we will obviously address that. But the plan is we have Jake Trotter for 20 minutes. Right. The other 100 minutes of the show – will be based on viewer submissions, topics. Get creative. If you've ever wanted to hear us argue about something, go back and forth. This is up to you. Follow me on Twitter, at MikeLucasTV. Hit us up in the DMs. I will go through. I will like a message to make sure I know I've received it so you will know I have received it. And I hope – actually, I know you guys are creative. You guys are going to give us some great stuff. Yeah, but Friday show is for the fans. It is the People's Choice show Okay. just for you guys. So between now and Friday, we're building a 10 10- – topic rundown yep. for the People's Choice show on Friday, which will be the entirety of the show minus the 20 minutes or so, 30 minutes or so that we're going to send, spend with ESPN Browns beat reporter Jake Trotter. I'm excited to have like him that. in. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'll be good. That'll excited. Be good. All right, very good. Yeah. Did you have other breaking news or is that it? Well, no, it you gave us the uh, We might as well plug real quick. Comedy show is coming out next Friday. It's going to be awesome. I'm getting people tweeting at us with tickets. Wait, next Friday? It's next uh, Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Sorry, next Wednesday, yeah. the 8th. February 8th. It starts at 730. Uh, people have been tweeting us tickets. We cannot wait to hang out with oh, you guys. Oh, look at the graphic. It's going to be awesome. Anthony made a sick graphic here. I think the chicken nugget looks like a dragon, but I'm kind of all for it. <laughs> I promise you're going to get some brown. laughs out it of it. It does. What I keep telling people is either we're going to be somewhat funny or we're going to be so bad it'll be funny. So guaranteed to laugh one way or another. How are sales going? Do we have any idea? I, ha- I don't know how moving? to gauge it. I have no idea how to gauge it, but I've gotten a bunch of people show me their receipts. So oh, really? I know people have actually bought tickets, which is awesome. Are you, are you getting more nervous? 
I go back and forth. Can I tell a story real quick, Anthony? You got How 10 seconds. We have? <laughs> we have a minute. Uh, Anthony's girlfriend got her car stuck in the snow this weekend, so literally he called everyone he knew we had to push her car out. And there, Anthony's mom told us that she bought 10 tickets for Anthony's entire family. So oh, wow. literally every Antonelli in Parma is close. <laughs> That's there it is. half of Parma. There it is. Uh, there should be some people from the, the gyms, people I play basketball with. They're all coming in force. So Are it is going to be. Are the folks from the Antonelli's cheese shop going to be there? He, they're not related. Uh, uh, we got 20 seconds overtime today, by the way. What if Terminal Tower lit up in Bengals colors had they won? McNuggets, how, how would that have gone over? mate, let me hear one of these jokes. I hope he come with it. It's fire. Yeah, I can't wait. It's I cannot fire. wait for that. That's I had to get the Wednesday. stamp of approval from G. Bush before I, I said that it. on stage. All right, so, all right, we will see you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow, guys. All right. Peace. <laughs>